Welcome to What's That About? Tonight we're talking about one of the most debilitating conditions known to man. It's man flu. So uh, if you've got the sniffles, listen in and uh, feel validated. get the feeling that you are just like a terrible man in terms of the stereotype of a man or is it is it just me uh, i'm pretty rubbish yeah <laughs> i'm pretty rubbish <laughs> i'm borderline not man it's half boy half man what's that moy i'm a moy i'm a moy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not even like the the things around are handy like i'm rubbish with a tool i'm rubbish at fixing things, I'm, I couldn't tackle anyone, like there's nothing in that sense. But even mm. you know, when you walk down the street and you're like, if you have someone who'll go, whoa, check out that chick. I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm just like, no, yeah, yeah, she's pretty excellent. Like I don't even know, <laughs> like, I just don't even know how to do that banter. Yeah, yeah. She looks interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> very, very uh, lovely. I don't know. Yeah, but there's there's a difference between being a man and just being a sleazy guy walking down the street. That is very true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> it's funny when you get in those situations where you are with a bloke who is still living in the 1940s and will just kind of, you know, someone will walk past and I'll go, Four. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, we're living in yeah. 2016. What's that about? It's almost like you should, like, it's almost like there's like this implied sound effect of like, Bauga. <laughs> or. Or he's walking around, boing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost like you're in a 70s sitcom that's just like, well, how did you get through the 90s? <laughs> it's like, it, generally, it seems fairly well hidden until you go on a Bucks night or something. Yeah. And you just end up in this situation where blokes are saying things that they don't usually say and just having all kinds of thoughts that just leave you thinking... Jeez, a man's mind is a jungle of horrors. <laughs> yeah, is. yeah. I still remember a friend of mine had uh, he had his bucks and he hired topless waitresses just to serve drinks. And I've never been more uncomfortable in my life because <laughs> they were just walking around doing small talk. Hey, how you going? Oh, you good, thanks. <laughs> and then, uh, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> what? You watching good TV shows? <laughs> like, I don't know what. It's either that or just talk about their breasts. I don't know. <laughs> I've been on one of those. As, I've been on one of those uh, as well. And I just remember taking the beer while looking at the ceiling and just going, thanks heaps. <laughs> I, did yeah, not, yeah. I did not know what to say either. <laughs> yeah, very awkward. Didn't like it at all. <laughs> so we're probably fairly unqualified to talk about the uh, topic of the day. But today we're taking a look at man flu. And what is behind that term and the health condition that it is kind of representing? So, can you give us a definition of man flu, D? I can. So, man flu is a phrase that refers to the idea that men, when they have a cold, exaggerate and claim they have something worse, like a bad flu or the plague. <laughs> the plague. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that a thing anymore? The plague. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I was claiming that last week, actually. Yeah, I got the black lung. <laughs> So it's kind of this little tongue-in-cheek way of kind of saying, you know, women kind of just 
cop it and and struggle through the cold, whereas men will exaggerate it and want kind of heaps of, heaps of sympathy and and kind of say they can't carry on with life because they're too debilitated by this flu. That's right. And apparently the phrase has been around in the UK for a long time, but I haven't really... Only the last few years have I really noticed it, do you think? Yeah, I reckon it's probably been three or four years. And then it was usually it was in a, in like in a work context where someone will have a cold and then everyone else will say, oh, the man flu, it's just the man flu. That, that was the first time I heard it three or four years ago. Yeah. So what, what, what do we know about the man flu in terms of, like, is it actually a thing? Is it just men exaggerating symptoms as everyone assumes? Like, what, what's the research say about it? I've, I did a lot of research on this, and there is actually a fair bit of information out there. And no scientist is actually going to say man flu is real. However, all of them said there's actually something to it. Like, there's actual stuff going on that will make a man feel a cold more, you know, worse than a, than a female. So, this is, have a look here. This is more than just they will experience the same symptoms but complain about it more. You are suggesting that doctors are saying, no, they actually have more severe symptoms because they're men. Yeah. So, this is what, this is what I uncovered. I'm liking the sound of this. This is very, yeah, yeah. very delicious. So, uh, I'm feeling validated up the wazoo <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> feels so good to be validated. So, according to researchers at Cambridge University, evolutionary factors may have led women to develop more rigorous immune systems than men due to differing reproductive strategies, which I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but <laughs> I understand they've got... Basically, their immune system is actually... It's much better than men's. So, they've, so, they've evolved to have better immune systems because they needed to for reproductive purposes. Was that the gist of it? Yeah. So, estrogen, which is, uh, you know, a female hormone, um, it aids premenopausal women in fighting infections. So, women's immune response is actually longer and quicker than men's. So men have a lower and shorter immune response, which means they're more likely to get a cold and they're also more likely to keep it keep that cold for a longer period of time. I think we've just uh, confirmed man flu as a fact because men have less estrogen, so they're more vulnerable to the flu and then they recover more slowly and they get more severe symptoms. So it's a total thing. Yeah, it's funny because I did read a few of those studies as well, and there's one out of John Hopkins and some fairly, you know, reliable research labs that are kind of reporting on this man flu is a genuine thing kind of story. Mm. And then because up until quite recently, the main interpretation was they get the same symptoms, but men just kind of overreact to the symptoms because they're not used to talking about their inner states. So they're kind of not good at kind of tuning in to what's going on with their body. So when they get sick, they kind of over-identify with it and carry on a little bit. And then related to that is the idea that when a, when a bloke is sick, it's one of the few times when it's socially acceptable for them to kind of get a little bit of care and affection from someone without kind of being seen as soft. So they kind of lean into their flu and, and kind of seek sympathy in, in that moment because they can for once. Us men have That's it tough. Classic. Us men have it tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tiring having all this power. I don't know. Power, yeah. <laughs> Just need some respite. <laughs> Just give us a week, every second weekend off this power. Bloody hell. <laughs> it's funny when you, when you think about lots of stuff like man flu. Is, I guess man flu is, is a, is socially is a dig at men. Um, mm. 
And but there's lots of other words that are kind of popping up like bromance and man cave. Oh, I hate all that stuff. I can't um, like it gets used so commonly, but I really can't stand it either. Because when you think about it, like bromance, I think from what I was reading, bromance started in the nineties when some guy used it to, to describe the bond that happens between male skaters. Yeah, right. And it's the way it's used. It's almost kind of like. Two blokes can't be friends without having to label it as non-homosexual. Like, if you yeah, have a close yeah. friendship, we are so homophobic, we have to brand it a bromance, not a gay relationship, because we are so sensitive to that interpretation. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's a certain type of person, I guess, that would feel the need to prefix anything with that. Yeah, it kind of, it, but- it, in a way, it reminds me of, there's a study that was done where they looked at people and they rated them on how homophobic their attitudes were, and then they showed them different types of pornography, kind of straight sex, gay sex, and all other, I think a few other types of sex in between, and the people that had the highest homophobic attitudes are actually most aroused by the gay sex, which was an interesting little study. Yeah, it's like the, you know, there's always, there's always every few years there's a politician who's like massive conservative politician very anti-gay, pro-marriage, or that kind of between a man and a woman. Yeah, and then a then he gets caught having sex in like a public toilet or something. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and they're always the really vocal critics against it. The ones that partake, partaking. Yeah, and that's when you can kind of sit back and just do the old. Mm, me think he protests too much. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> always good to pull that off. Yeah. What was that from Seinfeld? Doth he? Doth does depressed. Like, me think he doth. Yeah, doth. Yeah. Doth. I'd love to use that in a sentence. That's the one word I want to use. <laughs> doth. And sort of, doth, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll work on that one. A similar, a similar term, I reckon, in a different context is man cave. Yeah. Where that gets used a lot. A lot of my mates use it. Like, it's a really, really well-used phrase. But again, when you think about that, that's essentially saying a bloke needs a separate space to the house Thereby, the house is the woman's space, and a bloke needs a separate space so he can't be nagged by the woman. Is that kind of what a man cave represents? I don't, I don't know. Does it? I, think, I haven't got one. I think that's the, under, that's the undercurrent. The, the house is the domestic zone for the woman, and I need my own space where I can't be nagged by the woman. That's what that essentially is what a man cave is, isn't it? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Or is it just like a, a retreat for the modern man? What? Who does he need to retreat from? It's his house as well. <laughs> retreat from washing up, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, when I do the washing up sometimes, I would love a man cave. <laughs> <laughs> the one, another thing I hate, you know, yeah, as you said, like manscaping is another one, but I was watching the Today Show. Like, it's just gone overboard. You know, the Today Show, for those people who may be listening from overseas, is just your typical breakfast show that, repeats the same stuff every half an hour. It's just a, pretty terrible. And he went, this guy called Karl Stefanovic, went one step far. And apparently, if you're a man and you wear a scarf, it's called a marf. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It was, he, was he calling a it a marf? It's just a scarf. Yeah, he was calling it a marf. It's a bloody scarf. Oh, check out the marf on that guy. Oh, so dumb. It's just a scarf. <laughs> it's like a, instead of a jumper, a mumper. And... Uh, <laughs> Just wearing my mants. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> my Munda mants. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just silly. Alrighty, that is that's man flu. It's absolutely a uh, a real deal. So if you are a uh, the partner of a man who is suffering from the flu, he deserves all your sympathy and validation. And doesn't have to change nappies. Doesn't have to do the washing up. Doth doth not need to do any of these things. Good, good. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Hey, sorry, us again. Just letting you know that we're going on a bit of a hiatus for the next maybe two to three months. Luke has selfishly decided to uh, have a baby. So he's going to be tied up with that. And I'll be, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll do some Zumba. or uh... <laughs> Just focus on your beating. Just kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love beats. Happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Okay. Um, so Luke, Luke says he's having a baby because he wants to uh, add a, a lovely little child into his family. But I think that uh, the real reason is that our stats are so poor, we're actually resorting to growing our own listeners. <laughs> you got to uh, <laughs> get those metrics up, Don. You got to. Anyway, this is the stage four of the uh, audience <laughs> increase. <laughs> Um, just want to say, yeah, thank you for those that have listened and subscribed. If if you've liked it, give us a review on iTunes. Um, yeah, well, I reckon, what do you reckon, Don's probably an 80, 80% chance we'll be back after a break. 20% chance you'll never hear from us again. Yeah, there's a chance we're going to just move on to something else, maybe a different podcast or, I don't know, something else. Start focusing um, on our actual uh, paid employment. <laughs> just focusing on our lives. <laughs> A neglected family. <laughs> the uh, the partners are sick of us in the middle of a conversation going, oh, this would be a good topic for the potty. This would be yeah, a yeah. very good topic. <laughs> but I think at the very least, if uh, if we decide to hang up the boots, hang up the microphones, we'll have one more episode of like a, I don't know, a retrospective or something. Yeah, it'll be like one of those uh, montage kind of phone it in last episodes. With some cheesy song in the background. Like the final episode of Saved by the Bell. That was that was excellent. <laughs> Shotgun being Screech. That's me. <laughs> a bag's being Lisa Turtle. Okay. <laughs> You're more of a Mr. Belding type, I would have thought. <laughs> Shut up, Preppy. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks again for listening. We'll uh, catch you sometime in the future. See you soon, hopefully. Bye. Bye.